You know what's better than a tripod? A quad pod. Isn't that just a table? Wrong. It's a quad pod. Talking sports, pop culture, food, and, uh, more sports. Unofficially brought to you by KSRO and North Bay Biz Magazine. It's the quad pod with Jeff Woodworth, Mike DeWald, Luke Straub, and Frank Sumrall. All right, welcome to another edition of the Quad Pod. My name is Jeff Woodworth, joined by Mike DeWald. Hello. Frank Sumrall. I had a lot of wine. <laughs> <laughs> and Luke Straub. What's up, y'all? I know, this is BS, all right? Frank got paid to go drink wine. I had to go home and get drunk on my lunch break like an adult, all right? No. <laughs> but, yeah, so they can, what are you laughing at? It's all about uh, North Bay Biz Magazine. I mean, that's that's how we do it over here. I mean, it's it's probably a lot, a lot like Mike's uh, podcast with the with the with the wine. With the <laughs> exactly. Rocking, do you drink you know? on the podcast? Heck yeah! Oh, Jeez. there you go. Now we're talking, <laughs> Frank. What do we have on this episode of the podcast? Well, You're we got to give a shout out <laughs> to the MLB. Why? Wow. In the heat of the NBA season and in the thick of the NFL playoffs, they're dominating headlines. So we got to give them credit. It's not for a good reason. They have a horrible scandal that will probably ruin the sport for the next couple of years. But there was a fastball coming? Is that what that was? <laughs> no, that's, no, that's that off speed. That's off speed. Yeah. Uh, uh, we, we, we gotta we gotta sort out this whole this whole scandal that's gotten three general managers fired and two championships tainted permanently. Does anybody placed. care? Does anybody care? Anybody out there honestly care the fact that they're cheating in baseball? I care now. I care. What's yeah. worse? What, Duald? Do you care? I do care. Oh, okay. What's worse? I'm fired up about Strong it. opinions about this. Steroids, sign stealing, or betting on baseball? Uh, well, we can say betting on baseball is the least offensive. I agree with I that. I think everyone would say that. Yeah. that's. I mean, at that point, especially in Pete Rose's defense when he's betting on his team to win every night. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but let's not get it twisted. That's a serious offense. Like that, I mean, just we're we're splitting evils here. That's you know, that's that that's really bad to gamble on baseball. But it didn't affect the outcome of a game. So how I'll, do I'll you mean that? that? That's that it did because it, it's Charlie Hustle. Uh, no matter if you're if you're in, in a baseball game, you're competing in that baseball game, and you have money on that game. That is that is outrageously terrible and cannot be uh, you know held to anything below that. Sure, but he didn't. It didn't change the outcome of a game. The amount of money he put on a game, unless he was cheating to win, which would then be a separate offense. Yeah, if he what was if always he was put, cheating to was, lose. Nah, but he was always putting money. He said that he was always putting money down on his teams to win. So therefore, it he does, would still it, be making them. No, it, it, no, it doesn't matter because what happens when you don't have money on your team that day? Does that mean you're not trying to win? You're no, gonna you're, just you're, not play, you're no, just not you, no, because when you have money on the team to win, you're gonna spend your extra resources on those games, and you're gonna deplete resources for the games you don't have money on. Yeah, well, more times than not, he's probably betting on his team, though, right? We don't have the actual numbers matter. on that. I'm saying if he was betting on his team more times than not, then it's okay, because occasionally you do have to take a break. You know? Hard disagree, man. You, <laughs> yeah, you gotta... I, how good were those teams anyway? <laughs> I have probably no, losing a lot of money. I have no idea, yeah. So, But I, he, apparently he used to bet on anything and everything, too. So, But I don't think gambling is that, or betting on the, on the sports that bad. What's When next? you're in the game? No. What's next What's next? worse? <laughs> you guys are off the rocker. <laughs> <laughs> just, just what? No, just because this new stuff's happening, don't forget the old, don't forget about the old stuff that's bad. Oh. This new stuff is this. It's, it's. I think bad, it's way more problematic terrible. if officials are fixing the game, if the league's fixing the game. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying these are all terrible things. Let's not. I don't want to say that gambling 
when you're in the baseball game, well, yeah, it's kept Pete Rose out of the, the Hall of Fame for a reason. It's serious. That's why I put up the three original choices, Luke. I didn't say, oh, what's worse, playing the game the right way, betting on the game, all right, or all cheating. Right. And it's, the problem is when, baseball's marred in it. Like, this is this is it. Like, yeah, but that's why I'm asking, swamp. what's ne- what's next worst after? If we're going to say that betting on the game is, like, third worst, what's going to be the second worst? Is it going to be sign stealing, or is it going to well, be steroids? Here's the thing. Sign stealing is a part of baseball. The thing that makes this different is the technology. Mm-hmm. See, the sign stealing is like, I think that's way uh, less worse than gambling during the game. If but technology now, is used, it becomes now worse. Now, this is why it's new and it's on Twitter and it's recent and it's current. So it's definitely bad and it's new. But uh, sign stealing itself has been a part of the game forever. Oh, absolutely. You know, so it's just, it's just, it's just something that's been accepted in baseball that has gone on to a, a different level and now it's not accepted. This is not like gambling where that's never accepted in any circumstance whatsoever. What makes this harder is with steroids, it's an individual person. It's an individual choice. So you can you can blacklist that player and say, okay, he did steroids. We can put an asterisk next to his accomplishments. But when it's a team effort, like what we're seeing with sign stealing, it's there's so much gray area. It's like, who do we blame? Do we blame the entire roster? Do we blame Justin Verlander? Are, we're blaming Altuve right now with all the news coming out. Are we going to blame you know all the well, other pitchers? I think we're blaming everybody. AJ Hinch. The ever, and know. then the thing is, when you look at that in football, like do you blame the entire New England Patriots? Do you blame Brady for everything that happened in Spygate? Do you just blame the coaching staff? Or you know, it becomes such a more complicated issue when you look at these team cheating efforts compared to just someone juicing up. That's easy. You can isolate that. I would still say that steroids is probably the worst, just because you are cheating to get a physical advantage, right? You're, you're. I have no idea what's worse. So you, and then, yeah. and then I would say that sign stealing, if you're going to implement the use of technology, is worse. If you're not using technology, like if you just have the guy standing on second and he's and he's able to to tell you what's coming, then that's okay. That's gamesmanship because that's been a part. You know, you've if you have a team in your division, you're going to have to change up your signs because you play them more times than not. Right. So they're going to know who you are. That's and then then that's where the gambling thing comes into effect. I say. If, if, and granted, this is a giant if, Luke, so you don't have to look at me like that. If, <laughs> if you are gambling on your team to be successful, that's okay. If you are gambling on your team to be not, you know, to, to fail, that's where I run the risk of, I would look at it as more of egregious game fixing than if it was you're betting on your team to win. Because I do understand what you're saying. You deplete your resources, but you're just not going to use those resources at the right times or at all if, mean, you're, if you're tanking. You, if you better bet on your team to win every game then. Absolutely. 100 I do. I bet on the Warriors to win every day. I mean, it, because that's, that's, it's, it's, it's the same thing as betting on them to lose. You know, same thing. Uh, Walt, what do you have? I'm debating myself on this one. I don't know which one's the, worse. The moral is, compass is so <laughs> off right now. I, I mean, it, is it worse if you know the pitch that's coming, or if you just have the ability to hit the pitch for long? You know, if you're a steroid user, you prolong a few years onto the end of your career. I mean, that can make a 250 hitter uh, a uh, 320 hitter. I'll say I saw a couple major leaguers tweet. <laughs> that uh, they feel it's way worse to, for the, the better to know what pitch is coming. And here's the thing. When we yeah, mentioned, the Dodgers pitcher said that. Yeah, and when we, we were talking about um, you know, sign stealing being, being a part of baseball, it's always been you can play defense. You can play defense on that, change the signs. You, know, you can keep tabs on what the other, other team is doing. Uh, it's pretty easy to tell at, at times with the previous methods of sign stealing, but now with the technology, it's like they—they they, it was like a cheat code mm-hmm. where no one can figure that out. Where mm-hmm. before it was decipherable, you're like, hey, I think those guys are cheating because I can I can see them doing this, doing that. But when you, you're the, the the allegation now, which I think we haven't mentioned, is that <laughs> Jose Altuve had a buzzer. Yeah. 
on his shoulder that mm-hmm. would tell him what, if an off-speed pitch was coming or what have you. And uh, and those allegations come from came from Twitter. That's why Major League Baseball has been ruling the sports landscape NBA style. Well, he also hasn't been doing himself any favors with the stupid responses that he's been giving you yeah. know, as to why he didn't yeah. want his jersey ripped off. My wife doesn't like it. Well, then why are there six <laughs> pictures of you getting your jersey ripped off in game winners previous? You know, it's just right. like, or I'm a shy guy. I don't want to reveal my body. Like, what's going on here? There's certain things that just aren't checking out. The, the, <laughs> the crazy part of that, though, is it, it makes you wonder how prevalent it is among all teams. If you're an opposing player, there's no way you don't know this guy with like a heart monitor bulging out of his jersey isn't doing something well, weird. Well, they could be really small. They could put that right on your right on your chest. You'd never know, you know. Like I'm not saying that you're walking up there with this giant, you know, inspector gadget like buzzer that's just gonna, you know, shock your entire body. But I'm sure there's ways of of knowing. I don't know if any player knew about the buzzers, but it did know that um, what was it, Lord Farquhar from the White Sox, the, the pitcher, that he figured out the trash cans. And like have like this moment of oh my god they know what I'm doing, Whoa. and then that I stuff thought you were talking about out. Shrek there for a second. I, I mean, like, doesn't isn't he also in Shrek? Lord Farquhar, yeah, or Far- yeah, Farquhar. Well, yeah. Did he also pitch for the White Sox. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, it's uh, ma- magical pitches that guy. Um, what one thing that, that terrify me I hate I about the team cheating compared to the isolated of steroids is the impact it has on other teams winning. What? Uh, Three LA council members are calling for the league to retroactively take away the World Series of 2017 and Boston as well and giving them to the Dodgers. (laughs) (laughs) No. No. That is not happening. (laughs) I mean, it would never happen. The league doesn't have the balls for that. But the thing is that team cheating altered the landscape of the league. Well, they do. They're just juiced. Yeah. Compared to Ryan Braun just getting his stats up. What if we're... Oh, that's true, huh? What if they balls weren't really juiced after all, and it was just an epidemic of just rampant sign stealing, huh? Hey, 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 How many scandals do we have going at the wow. same time? So many scandals. Hey, you can't keep baseball. up. We're talking about just sports, or yeah. what are we talking about? Here? There's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> all of them, man. There's too many. There's a lot. Did you catch the... Uh, now controversial Jessica Mendoza comment that was so she uh, that's a weird one I think what she did was she was more caping for the Mets organization yeah, just, just in case true. that it came back because she's, she's also paid or she's also a part of the Mets organization because uh, she called out Mike Fires and said why would you snitch like that yeah. it's just like uh, well you know that's kind of the wrong angle that's a good angle but the wrong <laughs> angle to take Miss Kellerman so you know I, just, I wasn't sure exactly what what to make of that and the more I listened to it and read over it again, I was like, well, she wants to pin it on somebody for being a whistleblower and not blame the organization for actually cheating, even if it is a systemic problem that's, that's rampant throughout the league. That doesn't make it right, and that doesn't make what she said correct well, either. I mean, it's, it stinks for her because it just makes her job harder, right? She yeah. More- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, what's going on here? Can't we just talk about... You know, balls and strikes and what's going on. This is too much. Stop talking yeah, about it. It's too this much. is not cool. Yeah. Everyone be quiet. Shh. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys right. see the splits of the uh, Houston Astros in the World Series? Home yes. and away? Yes. Uh, Altuve. Oh, Altuve. Yeah. Altuve bat 472 at home, 143 away. Mm-hmm. Is 143 bad? 143 is <laughs> like <laughs> below uh, MJ. <laughs> True. Uh, Correa bat 371 at home, 211 away. And then um, the McCann bat 300 at home, 0. 0.037 away. Hmm. 0. 0.037. He's like, trash can, trash can, where are you? <laughs> yeah. Where's my buzzer? <laughs> you look at Kershaw, he had an ERA of like one, um, 
1.1 or something like that because he had like an 11 strikeout game. And then um, when he was away, he had an ERA of six and a half Ooh. when he was at their stadium. Ouch. Like it's just, it just changed the landscape of the sport. So I'll, I'll say that the team cheating was the worst. There's a home field advantage for sure. <laughs> I think, okay, I think that the team cheating is not as bad as gambling, but now with this, with technology, yeah, I, I, I suppose it's, it's right there because it's changed the game. Because cheating has been going on forever, like we mentioned. But, you know, you brought up a good point at the beginning. Who cares? You know, we, um, we gave Belichick and Brady the, the, the goat crowns. And, and they've been they've been aligned with these. They things are the master videographers. Those so, guys know their way around a camera. Who cares? Now, before nobody. before I say who cares, I, <laughs> damn, damn, I missed that one. Uh, before I say who cares, I'm like, we need more investigation, guys, don't we? Because this buzzer is only based on hearsay, unsubstantiated uh, reports, and and the like. If if this if if there's like a the actual buzzer on this guy's shoulder, then then I, I care a lot. That's that's really bad. All right. So, Luke Keekley called it quits with a career eerily similar to North Bay phenom Patrick Willis with accolades similar to the monster of the midway, Brian Erlacher. So, as we wait for him and his square chin to be enshrined in the Canton, I thought we should take a look at the 2012 draft and see how it shaped out. I owed you that for the chin. I'm sorry. Yeah. And see how it shaped out. It was, it was, it was a crazy draft. As we look in hindsight, the first overall pick you guys remember in 2012, Andrew Luck. Okay. The Phenom. What, what, happened, you forget? what happened with that guy? How could you forget? <laughs> what happened to Andrew Luck? Kidney failure, man. Who? Oh. Wow. It's like a spleen or something. Ugh. <laughs> Failed yeah. to accomplish what Peyton Manning could in four years and went in seven, but hey, that's not my problem. They got rid of him. Mm. Uh, number two pick. Wow. The guy who won Rookie of the Year over Luck. Wow. RG3. Oh. What it do, baby? Congrats to him, though. He got a win this year. He With won who? a game. I don't, hear, I don't want to hear about it. Really? I don't want to hear about Against it. Against the Pittsburgh Steelers. No, no, no. 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 Get out of here. Let's move on. It's next too, it's next too bad. Well, So, in 2019, he had a win. It's so, too bad Mike Shanahan ran him into the ground. Anyways. It is too bad. I'm a big <laughs> RG3 guy. Do you guys remember who Cleveland took third overall? In 2012? Josh Gordon. Close. No, I wish. No. Weird, weirdly close. Uh, Trent Richardson. Oh, so close. I was so close. <laughs> Trent Richardson. Hoo-ah! Mr. Helmet Battering Ram How'd that work out? Uh, he lasted three years. Okay. He did make the Oakland Raiders practice squad. He was a great, ra- he was a great Raider. There you go. And they <laughs> swapped him to Indy for was another it? pick. Didn't you know he also play in the AAF? Pick? He did Birmingham. Yes. yes. Yeah, he did. Yep. Do you know who the Cleveland took when they swapped him to Indy for another pick? Oh, Trent man. Richardson went to Indy. Yeah, who and did they, they swapped him for a pick. And who did Cleveland take? But a pick, like a pick. Didn't they get like a first round pick for they him? They got first rounder. Oh my goodness, Miles uh, Garrett. No, I wish it was, <laughs> it was like first rounder. They got Johnny Menzel. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. That, that's so had that just, one work out? Oh, just a plethora of great Cleveland choices. Number four overall was Matt Khalil from the Vikings. What? Huh? Who? Kind of, but yeah. I remember him. He was a, a pro bowler in his rookie year, but he only lasted seven years. He signed a fat contract with Carolina for $55 million, and then after two years was cut because of injuries. Who was it again? Started Matt six, Khalil. Started what? 16 oh. games his first year with Carolina. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next was, one. I mean, he was really strong for them. Fifth, do you guys remember who Jacksonville took? I'll give you a hint. It was a wide receiver. I'm prepared for the podcast, so I have the list right 20, in front of me. 2012? Uh, yeah, it was a wide receiver. <laughs> is it a wide receiver out of Oklahoma? 
close. Dee Dee Westbrook? No, oh, my mistake. My God mistake. God damn it, Luke. I, <laughs> it was Justin Blackman. Oh, so You remember close. him? Was he I state? Do, yeah. Justin Blackman, so he had a DUI his rookie year. He got suspended twice his sophomore year. He had a DUI when he was already on the league um, band record, you know, where he couldn't play. He's still on the reserve list, though. Oh, yeah? He hasn't retired. I was just huh. saying, this, wow. man, this man looking at bad decisions all around just what like... What do, baby? Yeah, has at no least filter. Josh Gordon keeps popping up before he goes away. Like, this guy's <laughs> been gone for five years, but he still hasn't retired. Nice. Uh, number six, this guy's still in the playoffs. It's Morris Claiborne. He was drafted by Dallas. He's now in what? the Chiefs. Uh- who? Morris Chiefs, Claiborne. Chiefs signed him at the beginning of this year. Weird. He was suspended again. He had a suspension. <laughs> nice. He is, wow. he is on there. You'll see him this Sunday. It's a hell of a draft. <laughs> so good for him. Uh, number seven, this guy I don't remember, but you might, Woody. Oh, yeah. Woody, Mark we got to land on you Barron. for this one. Yeah. Uh, what? Yeah. Okay. Tampa Bay. Yeah. Mark Barron, he's a very good coverage back. I mean, coverage linebacker. He can't really, he can't really run. Is he a starter? Yeah. Well, he was. They had him in certain packages. Okay. Yeah. They got. I think they got him from Indy. I think that's where he was last before Probably. before Pittsburgh got him. But yeah, he's more of a drop back coverage linebacker than he is an actual like run or pass rusher. So weird thing is, uh, Pro Football Reference has him listed as a defensive back upon the draft. So really? I guess I guess he it's you say he's a good coverage linebacker. Well, he was you sense. know what he was then he was one then I guess he got drafted with the idea of like yep. what a Minka or like a, um, a Terrell Edmonds is is where they're kind of positionless. Twenty twenty they, linebacker. They're like a pseudo safety linebacker. Okay. Can also drop back into coverage a little bit for you when they need to. You'll have to so. give us updates uh, into the offseason. I'll let you know what comes of Mark Barron. He is not, um, not yeah, too loved by Mark the Barron themed episode. Number no, eight no, no, was no, no, the no, no. third quarterback taken in the twenty twelve draft with a two and zero postseason record. He's still in the playoffs this year. Oh, <laughs> Who is it? Man. What it do, baby? It's your boy Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> Undefeated, never lost. I was slow clapping me there. Oh, okay. <laughs> is that right? Okay. Yeah. Wow. Ryan Tannehill. Is that the cue? Transition? No. Oh. Okay. Not the cue. No. What well, do you have we'll to say to about it. Ryan Tannehill? Uh, he has the most consecutive passes with 25. Nice. Huh. So don't forget wow. that. He's Put an him NFL in record. the hall. He also has the best completion percentage for Miami. So you Which might call him is... the greatest quarterback Miami ever had. Ooh. Hot take. <laughs> wow. If he wins a Super Bowl, then de facto he is. If he wins a Super Wait, Bowl. If he wins a Super Bowl for another team. Yeah. If, he, if, if Ryan Tannehill oh. wins a Super Bowl, regardless of who it's for, before before Dan Marino, he is oh. de facto the greatest Miami Dolphins quarterback to ever play. And I, that's the oh. bottom line because Stone Cold sets up. For Marino. All right, number nine was Luke Keekley, the seven-time All-Pro in eight years, Defensive Player of the Year. We'll see him in Canton. He'll get there. Um, and then, of course, number 10, the favorite to win Defensive Player of the Year this year, Stephon Gilmore. He has already yeah, Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. Now with the Patriots. Got beat by Tannehill. He has won at least one award from uh, for Defensive Player of the Year for some organization. I can't recall, but he has won and won. I think that just came out today. I'm all for corners winning defensive player of the year, uh, you know, someone that's not an edge rusher, but I'm still going to be sour because how did Champ Bailey lose that in 2006? Like, oh, man, oh, that's little Champ Bailey? Yeah, he was, he was a baller. He gave yeah. up four passes and picked it off ten times in man coverage. Yeah, he was. And now they're going to give it out to Stephon Gilmore, who got cooked by Miami and Fitzpatrick? Okay. 2020 is crazy. Sure. Um, a couple other random picks. You had Russell Wilson in the third round. Uh, oh. I guess he had a pretty good, nice career. Who could forget? Um, you have a Super Bowl MVP, Nick Foles. Wow. Pick 88. Kirk Cousins, 102. We just saw him. Get out of here, Aww. Kirk Cousins. I'm tired of you. <laughs> yeah, Josh Norman. Okay. He he um 
He peaked faster than Woody in high school. Ah, hey. there you go. Oh, no. um, and then the last All Pro Bowl pick was Justin Bethel. He's a two-time All-Pro for Arizona. What? Huh? Yeah, I don't know if he does anything anymore. I like saying that name. Bethel. Yeah. Bethel. What does he do? I like it. Huh? He's the last pick in the draft who was an All-Star. That's the 2012 draft. Thank you. Also, shout out to one of the worst choices in 49ers history, especially first-round choices. Oh, what we got? What? AJ Jenkins. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what pick was he? The deep threat? He was the 30th pick in the 2012 draft. Deep threat. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yes, air quotes there was what Luke was trying to get. I did. I, it's, I forgot his radio. Finished oh, yeah. his career yeah, with 200 yards receiving. Nice. So congratulations, Luke Keekley. You 200? have an interesting crowd of people you were drafted with. Hopefully you join the other 30-year-old or younger Hall of Famies like Megatron and Gronk. Gronk. Nice. I agree. I concur. All right. Nice nice little transition there. Yes. As we're on the same page now. Uh let's talk about the NFC Championship we are the NFC the just the, the NFL Championship weekend. What am I trying to say the porky? So, you want to start with the AFC? Let's start with the AFC game instead of the NFC game because we already know how the NFC game is going to play out. So, uh, the AFC game. No, I know no, no we don't. Uh the AFC <laughs> game. Do the Titans stand a bleeping chance? You were on the Titans earlier, Dewald. Tighten you, up. You lead us off. Hashtag I, tighten up. This is a tough one. I think it's uh, I. This is a defense optional game. I what? think it's huh? it's going to be a high score. It'll, I don't think it's going to or it's going to go quite the way the uh, Texans Chiefs did with just route after route after route. But uh, I I think the Titans' magical run is over. I think Mahomes is too good. Mm. I think he takes over and. You saw how Indy beat the Chiefs with Marlon Mack. Just bleed that clock. Yes. And, I mean... And Marlon Mack, a much lesser running back than... I mean... Derek Don't Henry. disrespect Marlon Mack. I, I am. I'm 100% going to do that. So, yeah. Uh, he's, a, he's, he's, not, he's no Derek Henry. Okay. Not at all. No. In of course fact, who is. You could argue that there's only, in fact, one Derek Henry. You could. You could. <laughs> you could. <laughs> That's correct. That's correct. So what do we expect to happen this weekend? I mean, uh, I, I'm looking at it like this. Like, DeWald says that there's going to be a ton of offense. I think the Chiefs, they could score, you know, in the time that it takes you to sneeze. The problem is that I don't know how much they're going to have the ball, especially if the Titans are going to be able to effectively run the ball with Henry. The only question I have is, what is this going to be like his eighth straight week of just like 30 or more carries? Like, I understand the dude's a monster, but how can your body just – I don't know if it's built to take that, you know? His last eight weeks, he's averaging 160 yards a game. Hoo-ah! That's amazing. But he's also doing it on like 30, 35 carries too. Yeah. Which there's got to be some, some semblance of success there for Ryan Tannehill because he's not being forced to throw the ball a lot. So, Luke, what do you think happens in this game? I mean, there's a good reason this topic of discussion centers around Derrick Henry. Last week we were here saying, does Derrick Henry have enough juice? Can he carry the Titans another week? We were kind of doubtful on that. And look what he did. He looked fresh as a daisy, ran for a ton of yards. Threw fresh for, as a daisy. <laughs> threw for a touchdown. Wow. So, as Frank mentioned, the, the Chiefs' run defense is, it was I think it was ranked number 30th in the league for most of the year. It's not good. If, if the uh, Titans' defense can somehow avoid getting uh, behind early, and are there? And if Derrick Henry is able to keep keep it cranking, I don't expect him to gain over 180. But if he can have a Derrick Henry type game, then yes, uh, the Titans can win this because this is the AFC Championship game, and I fully believe they can win this. Do I think they will? No, I think the Chiefs are too good. Patrick uh, Mahomes in the offense is too 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 powerful. I was gonna say we were gonna have to look out for the Raider fan bias there, just completely going <laughs> against the Chiefs. Just, <laughs> well, yeah, no, they don't stand a chance. They're gonna get shit pumped there all across the across the way. Uh, Frank, <laughs> any any other thoughts on this game? Yes or no? Maybe so. 
Corey Dillon. I know the name. Marshawn Lynch. I know the name. Ray Rice. I'm familiar. Those are the last three Pro Bowl running backs to win a Super Bowl in the last 15 years. Wow. In the same year. By the way, only two non-Hall of Fame quarterbacks have won the Super Bowl. Um, it was Joe Flacco and, of course, Nick Foles. Mm. Now, are we talking about Elite winning the there. Super Bowl or are we talking about getting to the Super talking Bowl? Talking winning the Super Bowl. But we're talking about getting to the Super Bowl. I got history on my side. Is Trent, <laughs> Trent Dilfer? Do, do you get what I'm saying there, Trent Dilfer's a Hall of Fame quarterback? No. Okay. Didn't he win a Super Bowl, too? In 2000. Oh, last okay. 15 years. Oh, last 15. Oh. My bad. I didn't pay attention um, to that. You, you got an all-star quarterback and an all-star running back. I'm going to take the quarterback. Okay. I'm going to take the quarterback. All-star or Pro Bowl? Which sport are we playing here? Both. Okay. They, can, they can play both. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, remember, Frank was on the wine tasting train earlier. Yeah. So I was. Give me a break, guys. I'm, what a little, do, baby. I'm a little sauced. Yeah, the vino. <laughs> don't you know. Uh, All right, next game coming up, the NFC Championship game. It will be played first, though, right? I think Or no, they play, play that with 340. My bad. Good. That's the more interesting one. So... Right, somebody else talked about this game. Somebody, Wait, you, don't want, you don't want to talk about your I don't want to talk about this Why don't you want to talk about it? Because me, I, I just think that the game's going to be a lot closer than it was. I'm listening to all these bleeping Niner fans walk around saying how they're going to they're just going to do this to Aaron Rodgers. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. All the pass rush, all this is not the same. Okay, there was a lot of drop passes there in the first game that the Packers had. They abandoned the run after about 30 seconds into the second quarter. So I just, you know, it's going to be a little bit closer. I'm saying like 24-21 pack. That's what I. That's a little what bit saying. closer. That's a. That's a different winner. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot closer. Just, it's gonna be a 24, little bit, 21 pack. A little bit different. <laughs> that's what's happening there, huh? Yeah, I'm telling you, right? It's not gonna be the same team that goes into into Santa Clara there, all right? The Santa Clara 49ers better watch out. Well, it's, I, it's, yeah. yeah. I hope it's not the same team because I'm trying to be entertained. That game was all god awful. Are you not entertained? And uh, I'm looking. I would. Lo- and it's just fascinating to me because it's the it's the NFC Championship game, of course, and you have two teams that already played before, and it was a non-contest. And I'm, I'm a little bit fascinated by that. I'm curious if the Niners can, if, if they can do what they did against the Packers in this game, then, man, watch out. They're going to win the whole thing. Uh, but if, if they show some, some weakness mentally, which is, I think, their major hurdle in this game, then, you know, they're, they're not going to, they don't have what it takes at this point. Mm-hmm. And Jeff will get to use this uh, fiery Elmo. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> a gift saved on, in my drafts. On, on Twitter. Just waiting. I mean, at this point, there's. Really, I was gonna say, at this point, there's really no point in using it because once they lose, I'll just be like, looking at them like, good, you know. It'll be like, <laughs> it'll be like when a when a when a mercenary brings back the beheaded, you know, the, the headed remains of your opponent, you're just good. The right? headed just, remains. It's, it's not coming out. This week. Yeah, it is. It'll it's happen. not coming out. This I'm week. telling you, bro. The the Packers. It's for real. Be ready. All right. It's not coming out. This I, week. I, I Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. The, the Packers have. Excuse me, Frank. With uh, the last thing I want to say um, on my end is that the the Packers do have experience on their side at quarterback. And I'm curious how much that plays into this game. Just got to wait for Jimmy G to throw that pick. Jimmy G going to oh, throw, throw that pick. pick. Yep. He'll throw a pick. At least one. So. But he also throw two touchdowns. Eh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll uh, see. Richard Sherman holds quarterbacks to a passer rating of 46.8. I'm so tired of Richard Sherman. Oh, my God. I can't wait for Richard Sherman to match up with Devontae Adams. I hope Devontae Adams burns his ass. Is that way we could just look at we'll Richard Sherman and just he could just have egg on that's his a, face. That's a big Because chip, Witherspoon big got benched. The other corner, after Diggs scored a 41-yard touchdown on him, and then Mosley came in and held him to about 20 or so yards. Um, but who cares? Outside Devontae Adams, his weapons aren't that strong. So Nothing. for Jimmy Graham doing his little 
stumble lean for a first down. X factor, no doubt. Very, is Aaron yeah. Jones going to burn the, the front seven? Very easy to look good when Kirk Cousins is the one throwing you the football on the defensive side. Just want to throw that out <laughs> there. There's Or not throwing the ball to you, you know, because he'll be throwing the ball in the dirt on out of bounds to the other team. Just, you know, generally everywhere but his own wide receivers. Oh, <laughs> uh, brother. You could what? say Kirk Cousins had a better season than Aaron Rodgers. No. No, you could say that. You could not. say Pull that. Pull up the stats right now, Frank. Pull up the stats. I will fight you across this table. I'm doing it right now. I can now. tell you, Aaron Rodgers was on my fantasy team, and, and I think that's that's probably in the ballpark uh, accurate as far as that goes. You could say that. I'm not saying he's a better quarterback, but you could say he had a better now, statistical season. Now you could say when you quantify something by saying you could say that you could say just about darn near anything. I and could that's say. What we do I on could this say. Podcast. <laughs> I could say a lot of things. Let's see. What did, what was the season stats for this year? Regular season, 26. <laughs> touchdowns four picks for 4,002 yards get out of here Kirk Cousins three 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 thousand six hundred three almost hurt myself doing that his completion percentage 69 percent get out of here all right I'm tired of this nice. Aaron Rodgers the numbers are similar I'm tired of this Aaron Rodgers is <laughs> a better quarterback I do gotta give a shout out to uh, uh Le Fleur mm. uh, I haven't given him like any credit this year he made the final four especially for a French coach that's really good good, good on him Good on him. You know, your rookie coach, good for you to make it this far. I, I haven't given him any credit whatsoever, so props to you. Uh, but they'll they'll be, they'll be bounced out by uh, 10 points. So when Aaron Rodgers throws four touchdowns and the Niners are sent packing, well, not packing home, but just, you know, I sent haven't back. seen him throw four touchdowns this season. It's going to happen. Well, he's he did, he did one time that, late, late in the year. Oh, against the Raiders. Yeah, no, no, it was not. That was the middle <laughs> right. of the year. That was in the middle of the year. Uh, he had four touchdowns late to propel my loser's bracket fantasy team to a loser's bracket championship. I want to say this before we wrap was, up this great. this segment. Is it is it got weird for anybody? Uh, how many of you guys have red zone package? Do you guys have the red zone? Yeah. Uh, no. No, you don't. No, it's okay. How weird is it? Because I've gone back to the regular viewing experience now during the playoffs where the commercials are so frequent. I forget weeks one through 17 what that's like. I really do. The no, play- it's the changed play- how I view football. The playoffs hmm. have been awful because of the commercials. And that's just the one thing I'm, the ah. one thing I hate about the playoffs is the Joke's commercials. On you guys. I have to sit there and watch one game and sit through the commercials when I'm used to Scott Hansen coming on and just be like, and the Seahawks are in the red zone. Oh, we're going to bounce over to another game you don't care about. But hey, no commercials here on <laughs> NFL Red Zone. Yep. And it's just like, <laughs> I, you- I miss that. Can you believe I know someone who thinks Red Zone's dumb? Yeah, well, huh. they're, sound, they're pretty dumb. Do they listen to the podcast? Uh, yo, preach. That's gospel right there. Do they, do they listen to the podcast? Uh, the, damn right they do. You're dumb. If you think the Red Zone's dumb, you're, you're, name? you're the name? dumb. What's his name? His name is Nick Kraft. Nick Kraft, you're dumb. The Red Zone's not Dang. dumb. You're dumb, Nick Kraft, with all due respect. And I, that's the bottom line. <laughs> because Stone Cold sets up. I'm thinking maybe I could get like I a, am in like euphoria a, right now. I want to give like a like a like a cardboard cutout of Scott Hansen for Jeff, so he can, he can bring <laughs> so it I'm home. Never alone. Scott Hansen's great. Yeah. I'm just saying, like Scott you know, because like I feel your pain. You know, those commercials. Nick, I'm just, sure you're you know? a wonderful person, but that was just a terrible take. Just take that one and just go hide. <laughs> just go hide. Bury that take in the backyard forever. <laughs> Red yeah. Zone is like the greatest thing ever. What Delete you your about? account. What's his favorite buddy. team? Who's his favorite team? Yeah. He's a Chiefs fan. Oh, that's mm-hmm. why. Well, they show the Chiefs a lot mm-hmm. on the Red Zone. I know. Come, I, it's not like where this year was. Sometimes I go to watch the Steeler game and I barely see to any of it. Give him credit. He suffered through Alex Smith. Suffered. He, suffered he dealt Alex with Alex Smith. Smith. He didn't get. So the, he's not there for just Mahomes. Okay, but I'm still <laughs> saying he got a nice Alex Smith before they pawned him off to the R words. You know and what? Really died. He might have been there for the Castle years. Oh, I think that's when he started watching football. That's his fault though for latching onto the Chiefs when they had Matt Castle after one good year with the Patriots. Hey, I mean Dwayne Bow. Ah, Gotta give respect Dwayne to Dwayne Bowe. Oh. <laughs> good, good, good name drop. So, 
This is a debate that's kind of gone around the office a little bit. Was ready to go and poll people. I think I'll, I'll try and get that done for the next episode. Hint, teaser, there you go. Is chili a soup? Yes or no? Can you, DeWald's face is very hurt right now. Can He's you right. clear something up for me? Yes. What is in a sloppy joe? What do you mean? Like, what ah, is a sloppy joe? Sloppy joe. Is man. that chili? You, no. I remember, I remember going on my, over to my buddy's house, houses for dinner when they have sloppy joes, and I was always disappointed. I never really ate it. Because what you do, I think, is you take the ground beef and then whatever's in the can, and you mix them all together, and then you put it on a bun. No, I found something else. And then it's sloppy, and it's like, I don't get Maybe the Maybe you're right. Okay, you know? so that's not chili. Okay. I just want to make sure. I haven't had that since I was a like, Sloppy joes. That's like straight out of the 1980s. There you go. <laughs> sloppy joe recipes. I'm looking right now. Where do we go? Allrecipes.com says... It is, it is journalism, good sources. Is that even one on? pound lean ground beef, one quarter cup chopped lean. onion, one quarter cup chopped one quarter cup chopped green bell pepper, half a teaspoon of garlic powder. So it's a it's a ground beef base, right? Okay. So I would say sloppy Joe mix, not a chili. That's not chili. No, no. not chili. No. no, chili fundamentally has to have beans in it. The thing but that makes chili a yeah. soup. No, yeah, I think chili. Oh, I think oh. I think a soup can be. A, I think a stew. I think a soup. A soup can be a stew, but a stew cannot be a soup. Where, where's chili line in that? Yeah. Is that super chili stew? is a pseudo mix in them. So chili is both a stew, but I don't think it's also a soup. What was I trying to say? I'm going through a mental backflip right here. I've confused my my order of operations. Here, here's the thing yes, for me. Thank it's you. like there's, it. there's so many. Here's 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 what makes this such a uh, hot button uh, topic right here, guys. Is is there's so Hoo-ha. many different kinds of chili. Like you, you got the you got mm-hmm. the chili with meat without meat. If you're going meatless chili, you're an animal. And if you're going well, I mean that's a vegetarian, so that's <laughs> right. whatever. But I'm saying if you're, <laughs> you're going like a if you're going, if you're yeah. going beanless chili, you sir, you you need help. Go go find someone to to give you like the psychological evaluation that you need. Beanless chili, you need <laughs> beans in the chili. It's right, so a here, fundamental ingredient. I'm gonna throw a hypothetical hypothetical out there. If you if, is if you go go get Wendy's chili, is Wendy's chili a soup? Have you, you might get a finger in there. So. You know. <laughs> Uh, or I, I, you know, does Wendy's it's a soup. soup? It's a soup, but it's not purposely a soup. Yeah, I think uh, that's probably accurate. Yeah. We can right. end this debate really simply. I've Googled it. We can end this really simply. Can you put chili on fries? Yes. Chili cheese fries. Yeah. Can you no. put soup on fries? You can. No, people you put, can't. People put gravy no, on them in, in Canada. Uh, they put poutine on it. No, that's no, gravy. No, and gravy's and not a soup. You're not putting... Gravy is much, can be a soup. Yes. Here's the thing. A, no, that, that's, that's a, I like that point, Frank. Here's the thing that... Because I, I put fries in soup. But you're not putting soup on fries. But you cannot put soup on fries. <laughs> there you go. Case closed. Fries in soup is highly underrated. I recommend everybody try that out. The crinkly ones especially. Bake uh, them up actually nice does sound pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm looking what kind of soup? Up. I'm looking at this I mean, right really now. any kind. I mean, you, you go eat a chicken noodle. Go, go with the number one on, on the power ranking. Was that the number one power, <laughs> power soup? Uh, what? Power what? soup? I didn't, did I do a power soup? You did the power ranking on, on the cohort sports report. Did uh, I do soups? Yeah. Was it chicken noodles? Oh, one? I did. Yeah, chicken noodle soup was number one. Hey. I've done so many. I've I think that's a hot take. Yeah. The crinkle chicken noodle soup is not number one? Well, I mean, I can see why people say it's number one. The thing is, I had it a lot when I was sick. So when I'm not ah, sick and right. not under the weather, I have that it stipulation sucks. when I have you it. You should have it when you're so not chili's sick. So number one. No. What's <laughs> the difference? Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. What's the difference between a soup and a stew? In theory, a soup is a combination of vegetables, meat, or cooked fish in liquid. A stew is any dish that's prepared by stewing. That is, the food is barely covered with liquid and simmered for a long time in a covered pot. This is whatever the hell you throw in there. Yeah. And then there's a there's a big debate apparently in the cooking community about this. Most cooks don't consider chili to be a soup because chilies are stew-like dishes that are usually comprised of chili peppers, chili powder, tomatoes, beans, and meat. 
Right, because so, you do cook it slowly. It gets to, okay. I hear what they're saying. I right? don't remember what my original answer was, but I no, do. chili is not a soup. It's you not said soup. it was when oh, we started. Well, I, sometimes you know you get into a word circus. I, I think it's you, not a soup. Yeah. We won. It's not. Woody a Woody flipped in two minutes. <laughs> I don't. Rem- well, it's because you know I got a lot of takes, man. I can't Just like you'll flip on the Packers because they're going to no, be losing real quick. No, 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 no. <laughs> be down ten zero in the first quarter. Oh. You're gonna realize, no, 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 no. You're going to realize we need a Consuela drop in for a problem. What's your favorite soup? It's tomato. Tomato? Ugh. What the hell? DeWald obviously doesn't like DeWald, that. DeWald, I want your take I on tomato. I don't recognize tomato soup. It's the only soup I can't eat. What? Huh? What? What? Huh? <laughs> you could do so much with it. Throw what? some cheese huh? in there? Put some veggies in there? Can't do it. Well, cheese toast. Can't do it. What? Huh? What's your favorite Why? soup? Clam chowder. Oh, okay. My yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're you're a bougie oh. little you're a bougie little Brad Stevens from the East Coast. Okay, oh I get it. Oh my goodness! I want clam chowder in the bodega. <laughs> in the bodega, huh? Whatever, whatever. My we are simple folk here doing a simple podcast. Luke, what's your favorite soup? Wait, wait is chowder a soup? Oh, okay, uh, my favorite soup, chili. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, that's it. Did we? Were we talking? It's about It's not that? a soup. Oh wait, we just said it's not a soup. So. But it's my, it's my, it's my, it's my take. It's my favorite. Your take is wrong. <laughs> it's not a soup, though. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't know. We fundamentally covered. I've even flip flopped on the matter. You can't flop on my flip flop. You can't flop flip back. No, okay? I just, it doesn't I was, work like that. I'm just gonna back up and say I was shocked that there could be fish in soup. I don't know why I didn't realize that's that. That's true. You know, that's I was very. Like, wow, what's going on? You've never heard of fish stew or fish stew? I mean, well, I just, it's I a stew, not a soup. I so. need to go out. Yeah, Chinese, what about uh, fish chili? Chinese what do you something? mean? That's probably a stew. <laughs> <laughs> but like butternut squash, that's a hell of a good soup right there. That's pretty good. I like some butternut squash soup. It's really good. Melt it down a little bit. I want some beef, I want some beef stew. Maybe that's my... That's, wait, just no, a that's, stew guy. That's my favorite. You're that's a stew my favorite guy. You're not a soup stew. guy. You're a stew guy. That's what it is. Stew guy. Stew guy. Not stew guys. guy. Don't, don't desecrate stew guys name like that. I'm not stew guys. Okay. Stew guy. Thank you very much. I know. I know. Okay. <laughs> we Which really I'm, did talk about soup for eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's time for another rendition of movie reviews thus far. So these are movies that I put on on Thursday nights and I fall asleep to, and then I come in on Friday and I tell you, because pull the curtain back, that's when we record the podcast, and I tell you if this movie is something that you should watch uh, based off of how far I made it into the movie. So spoiler alert for the second straight week in a row, I stayed up for the entire movie. Do-do-do-do-do-do, update. What? Huh? I know. I had trouble sleeping. It was a good movie. This movie, a 2015 film that was just recently oh, added, to Net- added to Netflix, but is also available on other forms because I know, Luke, you just refuse to join Netflix. Uh, I, it, it, I don't get the good use out of it. We have... I'm right, I'm a, it, he's still going to Blockbuster. Right, I'm going to... <laughs> 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 I do. Very good, very I good. go to Alaska like every week. How about this? Legend... It's a Tom Hardy movie where he plays both characters. Oh, no. I feel bad. I actually know this movie. Both lead characters. Uh, yeah, Frankie, baby. Oh, it's no. It's a good movie, man. It's a 2015 a biological cr- crime film. Biographical, excuse I've me. I've heard good things about biographical this, Biographical crime thriller film. This is your movie review, is it not? Thank you very much. This is written and directed <laughs> by an American. It was adapted from a book. So in this film, Tom Hardy... Uh, he plays, let's see, in the 1960s, Reggie Cray is a former boxer who's become an important part of the criminal underground in London. He's got a twin that deals with chronic schizo- uh, schizophrenia. So, like, one of them is, like, kind of there. The other one, not so much. The uh, one with schizophrenia also happens to uh, switch hit. So, 
It's huh. they, they kind of play into that a lot with uh, when he goes into talking to like mobsters and and whatnot. And it's it's told from the perspective of I believe the the straight and narrows one's wife, because or ex-wife. So you know he goes and he pulls up and he and he gets this uh, gets this girl from. I don't know where it is, the poor side of, of England or whatever, London, wherever they're at, doesn't matter. The wrong and side of the tracks. It, real though, she, you know, he's rich and, and powerful, and, and he's kind of made his way up, and she's just, you know, some like innocent girl that's the sister of some guy that I think owes him money. And you know, long story short, uh, it's just a, it's, it's a really good movie. I don't want to spoil it because I feel like the more I'm going to talk about it, the more I will literally just spoil the rest of the movie. But Dewald, do you have a puzzled look on your face? What's up? I feel like I need one of those big like walls of like string and yarn connecting all the dots right there of, of all the family <laughs> members and who's related to who and what's going on. So. Yeah, was it the ex-wife or the wife? or what, Was that just the half the of the movie? No, or? this was basically okay. the entire movie. So here you go. You were, you were to want the plot. In the 1960s, Reggie Cray, a former boxer, has become an important part of the criminal oh. underground in London. At the start of the Sports film, his line. twin brother Ron is locked up in a psychiatric hospital for paranoid schizophrenia. Reggie uses threats to obtain the premature release of his brother, who is rapidly discharged from the hospital. The two brothers unite their efforts to control a large part of London's under, or criminal underworld. One of their first efforts is to muscle in the control of a no- local nightclub using extortion and brutal violence. So, uh, Reggie gets into a relationship with a woman named Frances, and that's who you hear the hey. story from. Fran- no, not Frankie, baby, Frances. <laughs> and Frances is the one that you hear the, the, the story from, right? So, she's she's telling you like how this happened and whatnot and so- all that good so. The uh, yeah, like uh, there's there's a little here, little line here, um, where they get approached by the American mafia, agree to a 50-50 deal of the underground profits, and then you know it's you know how you know how mob movies are, they're always constantly trying to one up the others. This is based off a true story though, pretty interesting. Okay, mob story, I'm intrigued. What I'm really curious about though is do they do they do they show people driving on the left side of the street? Yes, they or do. Or do they? <laughs> Do they use like oh English God. specific terms like like uh, like fish and chips or what? Does do they do they get the the English culture in there at all? Or is it just oh like- yeah, they get a ton of English English culture in there. And it's I mean it, it's honestly it's just one of those things where well look at this turned a profit cost about twenty five million dollars to make and it turned forty three million at the box office. Mm. Yeah, you really expensive. have to double the budget to really make a profit. Well you Come know close there. close you know what maybe very close. Are I'll you uh, are you a fan of Tom Hardy? I am. I'm a huge fan of Tom Hardy. That okay. dude's amazing. I don't, you know, take or miss for some Tom, people. Tom Hardy's great. So. He really is. He's a really good actor. What else? What else has Tom Hardy been in? What, what's uh, um? He's been in a lot. I probably shouldn't even ask. Uh, he's Inception? Bane in Batman. He's Which in Inception. One? Inception. Yeah. He's in um. What's the movie? Oh what's yeah, the, I know the guy. What's the war I know, movie I, I, that, I that know just the guy. came out? Uh, he was in Dunkirk. Dunkirk. He was in the Revenant. Yeah. He was yeah, the guy was in, the, in the first Academy uh, Award nominated for the Revenant. Okay, yeah. Yeah. What else has been? He's been. He's been in the Peaky Blinders series. He just did a superhero movie. He did Venom. Yeah, yep. Yeah, okay, good. I know the guy. I'll pull it up right now. Well, you want to you want to check his bona fides, man? It's it's that's rough. You're gonna check check his bona fides. Uh, uh, do I want to check his bona fides? Yes, you do. Oh, he's also in Black Hawk Down. So oh, there you go. Quality. Yeah, and also, uh, so he's in Venom, Venom Two. Oh, he's in Star Wars: The Last Jedi, Dunkirk, The Revenant. Legend, Mad Max, Fury Road, Lawless. That's, oh, that's a, right. He was, he was he's Mel in Gibson. Lawless. He's oh. the he's the oldest. Uh, what'd you say? He was Mel Gibson. In what? Mad Max. Oh yeah, he took yeah. The yeah. Character over. I was like, wait a minute. What do you mean? He was uh, in Lawless. That's the uh, one where they talk about peddling moonshine. Oh, uh, with Shia LaBeouf. Now I know the guy for sure. Okay, the he's dark, not weird looking. The Dark Knight Rises. Looking. Yeah, so he's a pretty. I mean, he's Inception. got this crazy Look. accent though. He let's, does, not, uh, let's not pump up his Star Wars credit too much. He played matter. a stormtrooper in a deleted scene. He was in, <laughs> <laughs> he was I am as much in The Last Jedi as he is. Phenomenal knowledge. Uh, 2004, he's in Layer Cake. 
So that was that was a good movie too. So I mean, he's got he's got a little bit of he's got a little bit of cred here. Let's put some respect on Tom Hardy's name. But yeah, filthy accent, like he just dragged him across the bottom of a London suburb, and then uh, all of a sudden he goes to play an American, and you would never hear it. You would never hear it. Just think of the way he was in Bane, right? Nothing of the dark. Or uh, Revenant dark. too. He didn't. He yeah, didn't have a British accent. Yeah. God, get these pelts. Mad Max is dope. I'll say that. <laughs> Did a pretty good job of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of Star Wars. Oh yeah, I saw the new Star Wars last night. And, How was uh, it? it? Okay, it was it was it was great. I was uh, entertained from beginning to end. And the one thing I want to oh, I don't want no spoilers. Okay, first thing I'll say there's a lot there's a lot to do with force healing, which I didn't really I had to the, the Star Wars nerd in me I had to look that up. But <laughs> long story short, is that Palpatine? <laughs> that, yeah, that was like or just the force healing like that's what yeah, I imagine. You know, that was not <laughs> like a prevalent in the like, previous movies and it was major in this one. But the one thing I want to say is Frank told me going into the movie he's like everyone in that movie it seems like they want to hook up. Yes, mm. and that is accurate. And okay, also the you. the thing that I the, the thing that I thought was most funny, and this is a minor spoiler alert. What it when, do, baby? So spoiler alert, minor. Turn it off if you need to. When Lando Calrissian comes into the movie, and he says, "Send Leia, my love." I'm like, because remember in the original movies, he thought Leia was hot. Hoo-ha. Oh yeah, and I was He's like, making even, eyes at her. I was like, even Lando wants to hook up with Leia in this movie. Yeah. That so yeah, but it was great, entertained, beginning and end, good stuff. I recommend it. Go out, have some fun. Mm, Check it it's out. Star Wars, though. Yeah, yeah. Get out of here. You know what you should see, up, Woody? Bro. Loosen up. What? You should go see 1917. I'm. I want oh, to. Frank was at the I have, a, I have a list of movies that I still need to see, and I just I don't get around to doing. Saw it. 1917. How was it? It was movie night last don't night. Don't spoil it for me, though. Surreal. Surreal. Okay. It was insane. Hmm. It's an experience you have to have in the theater. I Whoa. highly recommend it. It's what Dunkirk <laughs> should have been. There's yeah, my hot right? take. Thanks. Not that. Well, I don't know. Dunkirk was a really good movie, though. If you thought that was really good, you have. No idea. Okay. About to go buy a ticket. Interesting. Damn. Dude, I might go see it again. I might <laughs> I might I might go see it again. It was a trip. Any parting shots, gentlemen? Uh, um you're gonna be wrong about the Niners, so I'll be waiting for that elbow. Oh, uh, okay. That's not gonna happen. Very funny. We'll see what happens with that with that game. Uh parting shots. Uh gambling. I mean excuse me, cheating in, in baseball <laughs> and gambling. Uh, I can't wait for more and to see what's next. Let's, let's see what's going on. <laughs> Bring down. it all on. Yeah. I want all the debauchery, again, all the cheating. Congratulations, MLB. You made headlines yeah. for one day or maybe two days. I'll give you two days. In the, in the thick of the NBA and uh, NFL. So MLB Twitter has never been popping like now that. Now you're... Uh, the attendance will drop dramatically for the next couple of years because of it, but you got those SEO Could it headlines. Drop much more. <laughs> the MLB, the MLB saw all the headlines that the NFL and the NBA were making and was just like, "Me out! It's my turn! <laughs> it is, you told me it was my turn!" So they got their shot. Good for them. That's yeah. that's what they wanted. So, Walt, any parting shots before we go? If anything, from the all the baseball controversy, it made us all forget what a dumpster fire the offseason has been for the Giants. Oh, there you go. Very true. A little Very bad true. press. And good. To Walt, what's your uh, what's your podcast plug? Rock and Vino. Wait, 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 wait. Returning wait, wait. in February. I had a question for him before we get off. Oh. Of, before we before. We I have off. an answer for you. What do you think about DeBoer going from the Sharks to the Ooh. Knights? Huh? Ooh. That was the craziest thing. I've, well, maybe not the craziest, but it was weird. Did you see I, that? Like, I, he even said like he went into the locker room and the first thing he said to the guys was like. This is awkward. Like, <laughs> what do you even? Yeah, right. Hey, I've like, just been coaching against you for the past like what four, three, four seasons. Yeah, yeah. And I don't understand the logic of firing the coach who had the three-game losing streak to hire the one who had ten. Like, yeah. w- weird choices. 
And that was talking hockey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dewald, what what podcast do you have to plug? Oh, Rock and Vino and Hockey. With Mike Hockey De- and Vino. <laughs> hockey, hockey, Rock and Vino. Yeah, there you go, Mike Dewald. Frank, what podcast are you launching this this upcoming? Talk, yeah, so I got a new soup. podcast. It's um, it's a comparison podcast. We are going to match up Draymond Green's current year versus. Big Baby Glenn Davis's only starting season in his career when he was on the Orlando Magic, and who would be better? Spoilers: Big Baby's averaging more points, rebounds, better field goal percentage, and better PER than Draymond Green this year. Hoo-ha! So listen in on that podcast. In a throwaway year. Big Baby is the goat. Oof, that's what it's called. I don't know about that. Oh man, we—that's a whole other podcast right there, Frank. How you gonna how you gonna how you gonna throw it to me after dropping All that bombshell? All right, Luke. What's your podcast? Okay, the name change has taken place. My podcast is called the Raiders in Paradise Podcast. The name is switched. Look for the new logo, Raiders uh, in Paradise. I get it. R.I.P. Oh. oh, I might have to change the name. <laughs> but the, the idea behind the name was uh, the Raiders are playing in Paradise, Las Vegas, the Strip. Uh, in Las Vegas is actually in an un- un- unincorporated town called Las Vegas. Uh, the the logo is going to have chicks, gambling, uh, lights, all the stuff, alcohol. It's the Raiders are in paradise and they're there to win. That's the idea, anyway. He said chicks. Undefeated, never lost. <laughs> all right, and then you can check out the Cohort Sports Report biweekly. That's a passion project. I don't know if we're going to do it this Sunday though. It depends on the outcome of the football game. So I'm going to be completely honest, 100 percent honest. If if I'm going to have two whole weeks of listening to that garbage if it does happen, all right? So I'm not sure. You know what? Maybe. 